the onus is on all of us. Everyone listening to this podcast is to make product marketing come to the table to be a lot more strategic. Um, When you're starting to have conversations with your stakeholders and they start talking about assets or they start talking about, you know, tools or tactical things, up-level that conversation. Start to understand why you're always going to have to do some of the outputs and, you know, tactical things. It's the strategic pieces that you need to understand to make a much more concerted go-to market strategy. You are listening to This is Product Marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, the product marketing community that gives back. I'm your host, Luis Liu. In this episode, April Rosa, the head of product marketing at Cohere, shares her thoughts on making product marketing strategic. Let's dive into it right now. Hi, April. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, Louise. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Great, great. So um, let's get started with a short introduction and then tell us how did you get into product marketing? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to happy to do that. You know, I, I started my career actually on the services side. So I was in, in advertising at Leo Burnett in Chicago and then transitioned into public relations and communications at Edelman Worldwide where I ran the enterprise practice. Um, And then one of my clients actually hired me in-house to run marketing. And I think that was the journey that just really started for me in terms of understanding all of the nuances on marketing from corporate marketing to product marketing to partner marketing, brand marketing. Um, And at the time when I was taking products to market or devising messaging and positioning or figuring out segmentation, didn't really know I was doing product marketing, but I was actually doing product marketing. And so um, I, 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 you know, I felt like I was, um, that was kind of my sweet spot, kind of being at the nexus of all these different teams and, and working cross-functionally um, and, you know, figuring out how to, how to take things to market. So that's, uh, that's a quick snapshot of, of me. And then I've worked at, you know, a number of different uh, B2B SaaS companies where I've led, you know, four successful exits to Cisco, Google, JP Morgan Chase, and and the the recent one uh, with Box. So it's been uh, it's been a great journey for sure. Great, great. That's great to hear. So um, your recent role was vice president of product marketing at Hacker One. Uh, maybe you can give us a little bit of background, like what did you do there as the vice president of product marketing? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I was, I was surrounded by just really smart people across the organization. Um, you know, I, I would say I, I would break down our product marketing function into maybe four specific buckets. Um, the first, you know, is really probably around like market strategy, customer insights, and, and product roadmaps. So we led market trends, competitive customer and prospect sort of research to really understand the root of customer issues and problems. Um, we would analyze the market data. We'd hone in on customer intel and, and really help with the insights. Uh, and then we'd collaborate with our product you know, counterparts throughout the whole process to prioritize some of the big questions that we wanted to answer and the intel to help influence the product strategy and the roadmap decisions. Um, that's sort of the first bucket. The second bucket is really around positioning, messaging, packaging, and pricing. So developing customer-facing strategy to really understand what is our unique differentiator in the marketplace. Um, we'd provide you know, inputs on capabilities, features. We'd have a pretty good sense as far as our COGS um, and 
to help really inform, right, the pricing and packaging. We generally do uh, a lot of the, the work around the pricing. And then obviously, you know, working with, with our, all the different stakeholders in terms of understanding our positioning and messaging and making sure that we were really appealing to the right value to our prospects and, and you know, ultimately our users. The third bucket, I would say, is really just the, the core go-to-market strategy. So we'd partner with our product folks on defining the, the, um, the product market you know, readiness criteria. We'll develop the go-to-market strategy. We'll make sure we were getting alignment on the level of the launch, as well as the goals and KPIs. And then we'll make sure we're aligned on, on all of those launch activities before kind of getting into the execution, right? And working with our marketing sales, CS teams to kind of bring the, the campaigns to life and executing, executing against the strategy. And then last but not least is, is really the sort of the post-launch. It's the amplification, it's the feedback, it's the refinement that you need to do as a, as a product marketing team where you start to understand and monitor the campaign and the product you know, adoption metrics to see what's sticking. Um, you get feedback from the CS team, the sales team, the rev ops um, to really get a full picture of you know, were we successful in terms of a launch? What do we need to do to make improvements and to host a retro maybe so that we can, you know, continually improve the process? Um, so those are probably the four, four key buckets that we um, devised, you know, from a product marketing, you know, function at, at HackerOne. So um, from your personal experience as a leader of product marketing, your organization, as a time, what are your biggest challenges? That's uh, a good question. Um, you know, I think, I think for all of us that have been in, in product marketing, depending on the maturity of an organization, um, it's just, you know, it's it's a misunderstood department. And the, the goal is always going to be to be provide clarity on what is the product marketing function and then to ruthlessly prioritize. Um, you know, I, I like to think of product marketing as helping connect the market to your product. That's a little upside down from maybe how most people think about it, which is you build a product and then you take it to market. The starting point is always gonna have to be that market lens because the landscape, as all of us know, listening to this podcast is that product marketing and all the products we're taking to market, it's really crowded. And there's so many companies doing similar overlapping things that you are doing. So you need to start by having that market intel that you understand deeply so that you can find that wedge for your product and, and where it fits and do all the things both strategically and tactically in order to win. And I think those are probably some of the key aspects that are that are challenging. And that's what makes the, the function so fun and, and, and fluid. Um, like you said, often the product marketing, this function is a little bit misunderstood by people. And then often it's difficult to get consensus actually on what product marketing is and what product marketer does. Maybe back to the fundamental here, like we, maybe we can find a, maybe a set of responsibilities that everyone would kind of agree on be the baseline responsibility. What are they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, every, every organization is going to be slightly nuanced, slightly different um, because of the blend of the, you know, the core extensive product knowledge, the marketing, you know, core competencies and the sales focus product marketers typically act as this translator between the product team, the marketing team, and the sales team. And at the end of the day, you know, product marketers 
you know, you're really tasked with supplying each of these teams with the necessary knowledge, the tools and the feedback, right, to deliver that right product to the right audience. So let's, maybe it might be helpful to just kind of break it down. So to the sales team, you know, product marketing delivers that product messaging. It helps them understand, you know, the swim lanes that they fall in and help enable them in terms of how do you go toe to toe with uh, the, the key buyers that you're selling to. The buyers and the users are going to be slightly nuanced. So making sure that sales understands that, understanding the ecosystem that they fall in, in terms of competitive landscape. So you supercharge, you know, your sales and marketing teams in a world where it's super hard to break through. And you got to do this by being very clear on what is that buyer journey and what sets your product apart for those, you know, target buyers and how is it going to make their lives better? Um, and yes, there's like tactical assets that you, you create, right? There's battle cards and there's, you know, sales tools and all that good stuff that you create. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that your sales team has the confidence to go toe to toe with a competitor and to be able to go to that, you know, influencer or that buyer and be able to talk about the value prop that your product delivers, right? To the product team, you want to make sure that, you know, as a product marketing function, you're providing those market trends and patterns, customer patterns you're seeing in the buying stages, right? Why are we losing in deals? Why are we winning? Who are we losing to and, and why? How are we viewed by maybe some of the key influencers in the marketplace? Take a look at some of the RFQs and RFPs. What are those key components that that we're winning and maybe we're, we're you know, slightly not winning or, or falling short, how, how do we fare? Um, and, and start to, again, be that translation layer between what was built and what will be meaningful to those audiences. And that's really how you can get yourself at the table with the product folks is to bring a lot of that insight to the table and, and help them think about the roadmap. Um, and then, you know, obviously our marketing counterparts, you want to make sure you're very clear on the primary and secondary audiences we're going after, you know, product marketing spends a lot of time understanding these audiences. So you start to get a good sense of the channels that they're hanging out in. You get a good sense of the type of messaging that's working. You, you get a really good sense on the key messages that are going to be resonating with these folks. So you want to make sure you arm your, your marketing counterparts so that they're successful, you know, building out those campaigns and building out those um, uh, channels to, to really uh, activate those audiences. I see, I see. Thank you, thank you. Today, our topic is making product marketing more strategic. So maybe in your own words, what does uh, strategic product marketing mean to you? And then uh, what makes the real world product marketing more strategic? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I, I I would say, you know, it's it's being relevant, um, and it's it's bringing data and customer insights to the to the forefront. If if I were to kind of maybe bro boil it down to to four essential things that I think product marketing, and and this audience could maybe take away from the first is you have to have a deep understanding and knowledge of your customer and the market context. Uh, the second is. You got to establish that product marketing strategy, you know, what it needs to do to achieve the, the company goals, right? At the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're mapping to the core tenants and, and KPIs around the company goals. 
Um, the third is really around positioning, you know, owning that place in the market and bridging the gap between the product and the customer. And then last but not least, you want to you want to enable that advocacy and evangelism across, you know, the organization. You're going to be obviously the, uh, you know, the spokesperson for, for the product to be able to talk about the key value props, but there's other folks too. You want to make sure you enable them and, and advocate them. Um, so you've got, you know, folks in obviously in the product world, you've got your sales folks, you've got key folks within your marketing, you know, events and campaigns. So everyone's going to have to be on the same, on the same footing when it comes to the, the positioning that you've, you've developed. Um, maybe it would be more helpful to look at the strategic product marketing from a few different aspects, like from product, go to market, this competition. Do you have any uh, thoughts on what can product marketers do making this role more strategic? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there's, um, there, there are a few things that, um, you know, as a, as a product marketing team, we can do again, it, it really depends on sort of where you are in terms of your journey within your organization. A lot of times you might be in a, in a tactical area where, you know, your product counterparts may be looking at you more from a, from a tactical perspective, the product is done, the features are done. They're going to lop it over the fence, go launch it. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of that is just building trust, building relationships across the, the teams so that you can have a seat at that table where you can be a lot more strategic and you can bring a lot of the insights that you're gathering from the research that you're doing, like you said, around competitive or the research that you're doing in terms of your install base or um, you know, th those win-loss analysis, um, some of the, the feedback loops that you're getting from your sales, your SEs, your CS team, you know, in order for you to be successful and to be strategic, you're going to have to lead with data. You're going to have to lead with customer insights. Um, and don't just stop if you can't get access to the customer. There's ways that you can talk to those different buyers there's ways that you can talk to those um you know primary decision makers there's you know if you don't have a customer advocacy program let's start thinking about building one there could be one for decision makers there could be one for technical you know decision makers start to really uncover ways that you can get those insights that you couldn't get before because that's the only way that you can be relevant and strategic at the table thank you and very helpful tips um so uh, in your opinion, who should be more concerned with this issue that product marketing are not being viewed as more strategic? You know, I think, um, I mean, if, if we look at product marketing as a strategic arm within the organization, it, hopefully there should be alignment across the organization. I mean, it, um, product marketing is a, is a critical function within an organization and hopefully you get buy-in from your, you know, C-level folks from your CEO all the way down, um, that's a pretty good indication that they understand the value that product marketing brings to any organization, right? Again, being that translation layer between what was built and what will be meaningful to those specific audiences is exactly how you need to rethink about product marketing. And so, you know, I would say it's it's a it's a function that everyone in the organization should be should be caring about. And because you're sort of at this nexus of these teams, so you're you know your C level folks, all the stakeholders that you deal with around products, sales, CS, um, those are folks that you want to make sure 
understand the you know the importance of this function. Yeah, I see. I see. So it seems like businesses are they're better off with product marketing this function being more strategic. Why? Uh, in reality, there are so few companies actually doing that. So what what happened? Like what 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 stops them from making product marketing more strategic? Yeah, I think the tide is starting to change, though. To be honest with you, I think we're starting to see more CMOS with more product marketing bent um, come to the forefront than you know the traditional sense has been. Oh, you know, we're we want someone with a growth or demand function as as a lead. Now it's becoming a lot more focused on. You know, market insights and trending, and being able to understand positioning and messaging, and looking at those capabilities as um, as key levers when selecting your next, you know, VP of marketing or, or CMO. So, I, I think I think a lot of it has to do with it, the onus is on all of us. Everyone listening to this podcast is to make product marketing really at the you know come to the table with the things that we just talked about, all of the, the key inputs that you're getting from all the different stakeholders and to be a lot more strategic. Um, when you're starting to have conversations with your stakeholders and they start talking about assets or they start talking about you know, tools or tactical things, up-level that conversation. Start to understand why. Why are we going after this? Why we built the, you know, the key features or capabilities, right? Those are the ways that you can really um, deposition sort of the tactical pieces, that's always going to be part of the recipe. You're always going to have to do some of the outputs and, you know, tactical things. It's the strategic pieces that you need to understand to make a much more concerted go-to-market strategy. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I think, um, like you said earlier, that part of the reason why the maturity of the company, they don't understand what product marketing does. But I think on the other hand, as a product marketer, you do have this kind of responsibility of taking the initiative to make your own role more strategic, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. Uh, there are ways for a product marketer to tell that how mature this company is, you know, like what are the signs that maybe they should be looking out for? Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it all starts in the and the initial sort of interview process that you're you're going through, right, for that specific role, um, you know, you, you're you're vying for that product marketing, either, you know, manager, senior manager, principal, director, head of. You want to understand, like, you want to be able to talk to the the specific stakeholders that are going to be involved, right? Are you interviewing those the folks that you know are functional within those leads, the product folks, the sales, the CS, the marketing? Um, talk to some of the initial, maybe you know, product marketing members, um, and really get a good sense of what is the collective understanding of the roles and responsibilities for the function. You'll start to understand if there's consistency in terms of the um, expectations for the role. Um, how is the current you know, PMM function operating? Or if it's not, if it's a net new product you know, uh, function that you're going after, what are the expectations? And are those aligned when you're speaking to the other folks as well? Um, how, does the, how does the current function work and is aligned with the product team? What are the expectations there? 
Um, how is how is PMM viewed across these teams? Um, you know, you can get a pretty good sense in your questioning um, around the expectations that each of these stakeholders may have. Do they view it more from a tactical perspective? Do they view it more from a strategic? Is it a hybrid? You know what I mean? Like those are the pieces that you can get a pretty good sense um, and the signs that you could be looking at in terms of product marketing. And if you feel like you're just getting pigeonholed into a very tactical, you know, role as we just want copy or we just want content, then you need to understand, is there room to make that change within the organization? Or, you know, is this not maybe the right opportunity for you to, to be pursuing? I wanted to ask you, what is the ideal, this sort of when product marketing, um, this function becomes, you know, quite... Um, viewed as strategic and it's executed as strategic in a company. What does it look like? Ah, good question. Yeah, I think um, I think there's a couple things, right? There's first of all, there's an appetite across the company to have this position or this function really be at the hub. You're the jelly in the donut, right? The idea here is, can you help us understand, you know? where we're going from a market perspective. Can you help us understand, you know, the, the current messaging and positioning? Are we speaking the right language, the current audiences that we're going after? Those are the levers or, or, or pieces that you can start to understand. And if there is an appetite from an organizational perspective to, to look at that and to be able to create that uh, customer journey that's a lot more strategic, right? Um, those are the those are the ways that you can start to think about product marketing, and and seeing okay, there's there's an appetite here to make this a lot more strategic within an organization. Great, great. And then you have been in the field in the product marketing for quite a long time. Looking at the big picture, do you see any evolution to product marketing dysfunction over the years? Mm. You know, I, I think we're all starting to see a number of different growth models start to take place by, you know, different companies at different stages. These may include, you know, marketing-led, it could be sales-led, it could be, you know, product-led growth. Um, and, you know, if we're not leveraging all of these sort of growth motions and levers, um, you're, you're, you'll be disrupted by the competition. So don't feel like it has to be one or the other. Strategy isn't about which you know three by three option you're gonna pick, but rather when and how to sequence them all. So if we think about an example today, like the traditional sort of you know mode from a B2B, I'm gonna talk about it from a B2B lens because that's sort of where my, my heritage comes from is, you know, you've got your traditional sort of MQL where it's pipeline focus, and then you get into the sales qualified lead, and then you get into product usage where the value is actually realized. I think the future is going to be a lot more around product-led sales, which is you think about the data that your product is bringing. So the product usage, so users beginning to use your product, you start to understand behavioral attributes. You start to understand where they're, how to segment them better. You start to get usage data and triggers and where sales can then have interest. Then you start to think about, okay, how does marketing then actually find that buyer? And then how does sales close? That's a different motion. Um, and I think that's sort of where the future is, is going. And 
And I think product marketing is going to play a pretty big role in terms of really, you know, understanding that go-to-market motion or any of these motions really is, as I talked about, you know, you think about marketing-led, sales-led or product-led. Um, and so I'm super excited about the future of product marketing and, and where we can have a, a foothold into those areas. I, I, I really like your view on the three different motions. Do you have any final thoughts for our audience? No, I, I guess I would just, I would just encourage everyone to, um, you know, continue, continue to be really focused on, you know, asking the right questions when you're at the table um, and, and making sure that when it comes down to segmentation, target and positioning, it's really critical to understand the audience that you're going after so that you can unlock that. Um, and don't be so fixated on maybe the, the tactical pieces. Try to raise the conversation into more of the strategic um, to be able to understand, you know, the why behind um, behind it before you get into the the what and the how. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, Luis. It's uh, it's great, and I'm super excited to be a part of the community. Thank you for tuning into this is product marketing. Brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, a product marketing community that gives back. Check out our website, productmarketinghive.com, to join our community, meet fellow product marketers, and access free resources, including training, playbooks, templates, and events. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and give a five-star rating on the platform of your choice. See you next time.